Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 222 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the wisdom we find in your word. Help us hear the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, let's take a look at Mark chapter 16. I love reading about the day of resurrection, and today is that day for us. In this rendition, I see the ladies who bought the spices to anoint Jesus' body, even though they didn't know how they were going to get inside the tomb to do it. The stone was much too heavy for them to move, but they bought the spices and went anyway. They were obedient to their calling, and when they got to the tomb, the stone was already rolled away. God took care of the how for them, May we be obedient to do what the Lord calls us to do, knowing he will make a way. Well, the women were more than surprised to see a young man dressed in a white robe and sitting in the tomb. They were actually afraid. When God moves, we may feel the same, overwhelmed or afraid of his magnificence. The news of Jesus' resurrection was the most wonderful news they would ever receive, and yet they were still terrified. The women fled from the tomb, and verse 8 says they didn't tell anyone because they were so afraid. Fear is a wonder and an amazement, really. Sometimes it keeps us from doing what we could do, and other times it propels us into doing exactly what we should do. May God put a healthy fear in us to do what he calls us to do, but keep the unwanted and stifling fear away. Next, we read that Jesus appeared to several people. However, the disciples who didn't see him didn't believe them. In verse 14, we read that Jesus reproved them for their unbelief and hardness of heart. Even so, he didn't take their mission away from them. He didn't tell them that because of their unbelief, they wouldn't be able to start the church as he had planned. Instead, he gave them their marching orders. In verse 15, he said, Go into all the world and preach and publish openly the good news, the gospel, to every creature of the whole human race. I love that their mission wasn't taken away from them because of their unbelief. Jesus told them they did wrong and then pointed them in the direction they were to go. Everyone was to hear the gospel. No one was left out. Jesus came to save us all, and he said, He who believes, who adheres and trusts in and relies on the gospel and him whom it sets forth and is baptized will be saved from the penalty of eternal death. But he who does not believe, who does not adhere to and trust in and rely on the gospel and him whom it sets forth will be condemned. We are saved, my friend, and I am always thankful to read it. Lastly, Jesus promised signs and wonders to the disciples, and the last verse confirmed all of what Jesus told them would happen. May our belief be increased and our hearts be softened by the Lord today. Let's see what Paul has to share with the Corinthian church in chapter 7. Paul talks about marriage in this chapter. First, he tells the church that remaining single is best if they can do it. However, if not, marriage is a good useful thing to enter into instead of being tormented day and night. He addresses the marriage between an unbeliever and a believer, stating that one was not to leave the other because of their unbelief. Interestingly, he also states that their children were clean due to just the one believer. Paul suggests that when people are married, they are distracted from serving the Lord. They have an obligation to serve one another, so cannot give their full attention to God. This isn't a bad thing because we do live in the world, but if someone is strong enough to avoid being married, then they can give their entire selves to God. He writes with an urgency that the Lord is coming back soon. The time is near, so we should be conscious of giving our time in service to God. Some things to ponder on as we live our lives today. Let's see what's happening with Job in chapter 15. 
Well, Eliphaz becomes rather enraged at Job's words. His response is far more severe than his last one. He spends the entire chapter condemning Job for speaking as he did and telling him all the horrors that await him as he abandons God. In chapter 16, Job tells them how miserable these men are at comforting him. He tells them if their places were reversed, he would say things that would soothe the soul and would ease their suffering. He is confused about what to do because when he speaks, they condemn him, and when he is silent, he continues his suffering. Job feels so betrayed by his friends who don't believe he is innocent. We also see he finally puts the blame on the right entity, Satan. He claims Satan has done all this wickedness to him, and he wishes that there was at least one person who would believe he is innocent and pray on his behalf. He doesn't feel heard at all by anyone and suffers wrongful betrayal. He is alone, destitute, and wrongfully accused. There are times we feel the same. May God come quickly to your aid if you are in this season. If not, may we help someone who is in a season of suffering. Well, let's see what Psalm 41 has to teach us today. In Job, we read about the betrayal of his friends. Today in this psalm, David is writing about his trusted friend and confidant, Ahithophel. He sided with King David's son Absalom when Absalom tried to overthrow David's kingship. Ahithophel ended up taking his life when Absalom refused to take his advice. David suffered both his betrayal and his death. We read about David's suffering both physically and spiritually, just as we have read with Job. As in almost all his psalms, King David gives praise to God. In verses 11 and 12, he writes, By this I know that you favor and delight in me, because my enemy does not triumph over me. And as for me, you have upheld me in my integrity and set me in your presence forever. Yes, David is cared for and protected by Almighty God. May we also know that God is watching over us and protecting us and our families today and every day. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for showing us you watch over and take care of us. Father, when we feel betrayed by those we love, may your love fill us to overflowing. Help us depend on you far more than we depend on the world or anyone in it. Keep us seeking you in your perfect will for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.